Back with the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. 7.30, and I'm already warning you, we're going to go late for news here uh, because uh, we've got a lot to talk with uh, with Cadence Cohen. She is a uh, teacher by profession, but somebody who is not going to work today uh, because of uh, concerns over having to submit to weekly tests or to have to show the proof that she was vaccinated. Uh, and uh, she says that uh, it's really not something she's comfortable doing. She has a uh, conscious decision of uh, determining her own health care. Uh, and she joins us now live in studio. Cadence, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing well, thank you. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm all right, uh, but some of these headlines are, are pretty wild. Uh, and we've been looking at stuff happening around the world from protests in the streets of France to Australia to Norway to you know possible protests over vaccine passports in New York. Uh, we've seen uh, the Massachusetts State Police see dozens of people uh, resign because of vaccine mandates. We've seen uh, questions about uh, health care workers and whether there's going to be a crunch uh, for staff. Uh, you're a teacher. What happened? And go ahead and pull that microphone close to you a little bit. Okay. And uh, give us the background here. What happened? I have been a teacher for 12 years now, and I had a decision to make over the past month as to whether I would be willing to produce a vaccination card or submit to weekly testing. And the final decision had to be made this week, and I came to the conclusion that it's my body, it's my choice. I am in charge of making my own health care decisions. That is in line with not only the uh, federal government, but also the state of Illinois laws. So I have politely declined to produce a vaccination card or to take a weekly test. So... What does this weekly test consist of that you've been told uh, that you have to submit to if you don't want to show your um, your vaccine status? It's a it's a PCR test, and depending on how the PCR test runs depends on how accurate it is. I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to get into statistics and numbers with it, but I don't have a lot of faith in the test one. But my understanding is whether you've been vaccinated or not vaccinated, you can still contract COVID. You can still pass COVID to other people. So only requiring the people that have not produced a card to take the test defeats the purpose of taking the test. Cadence Cohen joins us on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, I'm Greg Bishop, and we've been talking um, about COVID-19 for a year and a half plus here. Uh, and we've seen, uh, you know, some of the the changing of the, the the conditions, saying, oh, you know, you don't need a mask, then you need a mask, and you know, we're not going to have vaccine mandates, and now we're going to have vaccine mandates, and we're not going to have vaccine passports, but private businesses can. Oh, wait, some states might look at vaccine passports and so on. Uh, what's this been like as a teacher? You went through all of last year. Uh, you had, you know, your your kids in school uh, doing online learning. Um, it's it's been a it's been a rough go for teachers, uh, and and now this is stacked on top. It's been a rough go for the students, which is the heartbreaking part of it. We in Springfield went fully online for the first semester. Then second semester, the kids had the choice to be in person or online. I went back to school to teach. Obviously, prior to the vaccine even being available and had some kids in the classroom and some kids that joined us over a Zoom link, and it was difficult. I'm fairly confident in making a statement that most kids, not all, but most kids did not learn as well in the online Zoom situation as what they do in person, and getting them back in the classroom I think is excellent, and I'm glad they're there, but it has certainly put a a lot of stressors on the kids, on their learning, as well as on the teachers and their workload. 
your choice uh, not to submit to weekly testing. Um, you, you talked about uh, you know the the Healthcare Right of Conscience Act. Talk a bit about your understanding of this. What does it give? What rights does it give you uh, as an individual? It very clearly lays out that whether we're talking about testing, whether we're talking about vaccinations or any other medical treatments that not the public employer nor the private employer has the right to force those de- those decisions on you. And in addition to that, if you choose to decline whatever they are recommending, they cannot discriminate against you in any way, how, shape, or form. So you're using that as essentially a basis of um, uh, not complying with this. Correct. And it could lead to the loss of your job. Is that right? That is a fact. So you're on unpaid leave right now. How does this play out? I am uh, I'm a single mom. I have two kids in college right now. So it plays out right now. That's kind of a scary situation. Oh. It um, not a decision I came to lightly, but I feel like as a mom and a teacher, it is on my shoulders to teach the kids how to stand up for what they believe in, whether it's my kids or somebody else's kids. And I, I pray regularly that this works out in my favor and I get to go back to school. If not, I I suppose I'm glad my degrees are in business and math and there are other job opportunities available for me. You do also have that uh, mandate possibly from the Biden administration. It's got to go through OSHA even uh, to to require (laughs) employers of 100 or more, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Is that something that you're looking at and and the possibility of future employment or is it like a bridge we cross and we get there type thing? The 14th Amendment will get that one struck down. States have the power over the federal government in that situation. Yeah, it's obviously going to be sued. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. There are lawsuits that are that are coming over that. Uh, you know, half the country's governors are already one saying that. One step at a time. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're talking with uh, Cadence Cohen. She is a, a teacher by trade, um, and uh, she's on unpaid leave right now uh, from the Springfield Public School District, correct? Yes. Uh, and uh, still unclear as to how this all plays out. But, uh, you know, I've got to ask, any any legal um, uh, prospects here you're looking at? Uh, how, how are you going to handle this? The benefits of this great country is our forefathers have have set up a system to handle situations like this. And within the confines of the law, I will be pursuing that. And that's about all the further I can get into that right now. Totally understand. Um, We're talking again uh, with a teacher who is on unpaid leave for not spitting in a cup. I mean, that's really it's what it comes down to. Right. It's it's you're not take you're not willing to give your DNA uh, to, you know, a, a testing facility off-site somewhere to be able to process that. Uh, it, who knows how they're going to process it, but uh, to give you some kind of little green check mark so that yes. you're you're good. You're, you're opposing that. You don't want to have to submit to that or even set a precedent in that, that fashion. Uh, Cadence, what's the what's the um, um, what, what's the reaction been from your fellow teachers, uh, from from your family, from you know others that, uh, and even the negative stuff I'm sure you've heard, oh, right? Uh, what's what's the reaction been like? Both of my boys are in college. They both came home this weekend just to double check on their mama and make sure she was hanging in there. My family's great. I got engaged about a month ago. And Congrats! <laughs> thank you. And he has been amazingly supportive. My teachers that are my friends. They all don't agree with me, but they 100% support me. Uh, as far as my friends go, some of them find it silly that this is the hill I'm climbing up on and the job I'm giving up or possibly giving up, and I can understand and respect their opinion. 
my former students, again, some agree, some disagree, but 100% support me. And when I went to Facebook to explain what was going on, the kids were amazing. Love you, Cohen. Miss you, Cohen. Best teacher I ever had. And uh, when I left school on Thursday, they had me in tears a couple times, mm. and I'm not a crier. Now, there's definitely been some negative comments, and I understand and respect that also. What I'm fighting for here are the liberties of this country, and one of those liberties is freedom of speech. So if I stand for one liberty, I stand for all of them, and anybody that has a, a an educated, thought-out opinion, I respect and appreciate it, and use your freedom of speech. Take advantage of all of your liberties. That's why this is a great country. The only thing I wish is that we could find a way to disagree and still be civil. Cadence Cohen is a teacher by trade. She joins us in studio on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I do want to get your reaction to one thing that uh, uh, the Fraternal Order of Police put out. Uh, they put out a statement um, uh, over the weekend uh, on uh, the possibility of contemplating changes to the Health Care Right of Conscience Act. And I'll just read this to you briefly here. Um, as we have previously stated, this is coming from the Fraternal Order of Police, who we'll talk with a little bit later on in the show this morning. Uh, as we previously stated, we're not opposed to COVID-19 vaccine. We're opposed to being forced to take it. Furthermore, Illinois Fraternal of uh, uh, Illinois uh, Fraternal Order of Police uh, vehemently opposed to any proposed changes to the Health Care Right of Conscience Act that would diminish any individual's right to their religious liberties and choose what is or is not right to inject into their bodies. Uh, have you heard any uh, discussion about changing or altering the Health Care Right of Conscience Act? And would you support uh, keeping it as it is? Or I absolutely support keeping it how it is. It's my body, my choice. And that is the, the first I've heard of it with the police. But good for them. It's, it's a law, it's in place, and it's there for a reason. And they say, uh, conscience is an individual's most sacred right, and the constitutional right of religious freedom prevents the government from imposing the beliefs of one segment of the population onto another. 